0: As cities around the world adapt to rapid urbanization, attention to the health of urban populations is critical. ISUH Conversations is the only podcast focusing exclusively on the broad factors of urban health. We understand that the health challenges and opportunities in urban environments are complex. Our guests are urban health influencers who come from many sectors. If you are a researcher, educator, policymaker, practitioner, community leader, or urban health advocate, these conversations will resonate with you. In this podcast, Dr. Yannette Thomas, the Executive Director of ISUH, and I talk to these urban health influencers to capture their ideas and continue to advance the knowledge of urban health. I'm Mark Sylvester, your host. Let's meet our guest. Well, welcome back to the show, everybody. Yannette, I am excited. We have a wonderful guest joining us today, Dr. Olga Sarmiento. Uh, She is an ISUH board member, as you know, and a professor at the School of Medicine at the Universidad de los Andes in Bogota, Colombia. Olga, welcome to the show. Hello,
1: Mark, thank you. Hello, Yannette.
0: Hello, Olga. Welcome. I'm quite excited
2: that we are are finally being able to do this podcast interview with you. I think our listeners, our members, will find this a very engaging
0: conversation. Olga, how long have you been a board member? I've
2: been
1: a board member just less than a year. I started this year.
0: And how did you get recruited to be a board member?
1: I think it was recommended... uh, from the network of Latin America and Urban Health that we have, and I've been, all, I'm also part of the executive committee in that network, and we also have a project in Latin America, so I think it was recommended through that link.
0: And speaking of Latin America, because you're in the, the upper part of South America, how, how far does that reach?
1: How far in terms of When you say Latin
0: America, does that go all the way to Mexico and then all the way down? From
1: Mexico to La Pampa and also uh, the Latin community in the U.S.
0: Okay, got it. But what
1: what we have in our network is uh, basically uh, people and researchers who live in Latin American countries, but also who live in the U.S. and work on urban health in Latin American settings.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a, a hugely growing population, isn't it, Yannette?
2: Yes, it, it is indeed. And I think at this point, it would be nice, Olga, if you can tell us about your work. We You are one of those we see as an urban health influencer. So tell us a little bit of, about your work as an urban health influencer.
1: Yeah, and I like that you called me an urban health influencer, actually. So as Mark said, I, I am a physician, actually, and an epidemiologist, and I work on urban health. Basically, I analyze and I evaluate the community interventions in Latin American settings that could have influence on the prevention of chronic diseases, basically through uh, promoting healthy behaviors like physical activity. So, for instance, I work e- evaluating a program that it's called the Ciclovia. In the U.S. it's called the Open Streets Program. Mm-hmm. And this program is a program that doesn't come from the health, from health sector. It comes from other sectors. But it's a program in which streets are open on Sundays and holidays for people to do physical activity and leisure time. So, be- we've been evaluating to what extent a program out of the health sector could have an impact influence on healthy behaviors and not only healthy behaviors also on uh, inequalities social inclusion social capital so my work basically is that it's a multidisciplinary work uh, understanding uh, community interventions in Latin American settings like the one I just described
2: Fantastic, and you are an ISUH board member, and we're we're quite excited. And you remember um, um, bringing you on board and and going through the orientation with you. Now, so you have a sense of what ISUH is about, and um, what what is your vision for ISUH, and how can how can we fulfill that vision?
1: yeah so first of all, when I received the invitation for being an isuH I didn't doubt it. I just said yes and it was it's an honor really to be part of of the society and yeah. the main thing I like from the society is that it's multidisciplinary it is truly global, not only in paper you can see that by the members and the board members as well and also uh, it works with um, a perspective that shows that health is more than the uh, healthcare system. So it really works understanding that uh, to have healthy cities, to have impact on our cities, we need to see how other sectors could really uh, teach us how to improve the health in our cities. That's one thing. But the other thing I'm very excited from ISUH is how we can learn from the other um, continents. So I'm very excited with the relationship that is not very productive right now. But I think through the society, so through the society, could be which is the relationship between South America, the South, and the other South, Africa, Asia. I think we can learn a lot because we have many commonalities. So I'm really excited about this multidisciplinary global component. And also, the last thing I didn't say is uh, how you do capacity building for the new generations of academics who want to be part of a society like this one.
2: So let's pick up on that capacity building for the emerging academics and the new generation, um, early career folks individuals coming up in, in urban health. What do you think as ISUH as we're building, you know, we're we're you've heard on the board meetings that that I've talked about building this collaboratory platform that allows ISUH Connect, that allows people to engage. What are some of the ways did you see that we can use that collaboratory space to engage this gen this new generation of urban health Thinkers um, as being bringing them in as part of ISOH and engaging them.
1: So, I think our society um, could provide mentorship for many Mm -hmm. um, new academics in our countries. Uh, Now, all the media, the platform through webinars, we can exchange more ideas. I also hope to, uh, through the society, um, help some exchange of new investigators or students who want to learn from other countries and other academics. So I think, uh, as I said, mainly will be through exchange, through uh, mentorship, but also uh, maybe um, uh, helping building new programs in countries that have less capacity. So -hmm. I think that will be an important contribution from the society.
2: Now, I, I love that. Um, you know, you mentioned webinars, and I'm all, always um, a little nervous because webinars, there, there are a lot of webinars out there, but um, I wonder if you could just touch a little bit, or if you have an idea, I would love that for a, a webinar that we can we can um, uh, inaugurate as part of this new platform. Um, any thinking on that um, that yeah, could be I, useful? I-
1: yeah, I agree. I agree with you. Uh, webinars just by itself sometimes cannot be that useful, but if they are blended an existing programs, I think mm-hmm. that could uh, help potentiating the interests of uh, new students or graduate students or uh, young professionals. So mm-hmm. one idea, we have a master's in public health. We can have the webinar uh, from ISUH within one of our courses to oh. get the interest oh. from them. And that way we can also uh, recruit more individuals for our society. Mm -hmm. So I think the idea will be to have it blended within an existing program to Mm -hmm. really optimize resources.
0: Yes, Mark. Olga, I I want to go back to that, um, the idea of mentorship. Uh, I'm I'm very, very fond of this idea of of how do we connect those people. And with the ISUH Connect, one of the Mm -hmm. things that it does is it actually has a matching engine underneath it so we're going to be able to take these student members and be able to match them up to people who want to be their mentor and what's what's interesting is that we're not going to be limited uh geographically so they might actually have a mentor uh possibly the same discipline same area but in another country and i'm i'm thinking Yonette, as we're putting the final touches on isuh connect that we can ask a question, a couple of questions about mentorship, whether Mm -hmm. if someone Mm -hmm. wants to, not everybody has the time, but they might say I could take a couple of people. So let's put that in there and so we can stimulate that kind of activity.
2: And you know, I, as Olga knows, and as Mark, you know, I, I love to engage others and as a board member, Olga, I'm going to be coming back to you to um, brainstorm with Mark and I say, are these the right questions? So, um, are, are we are we getting at the right question? Are we asking the right thing? And and so that you can help us really shape that, make sure we have the right questions. And staying on mentorship, earlier we talked with another board member who you know, Blessing Embaro, who is at the African Health Research Center in in um, in Kenya, and he talked too about having a a, a group of the steady stream of early career um, fellowship students that they're producing. it would be fantastic to connect the two of you to begin that 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 engagement, you know the cells of connectivity. <laughs> um, he has he has to um, early career folks, you have early career folks, Latin America, Africa creating that connection um, to institutions. So again, here is this ISUH is like this fulcrum. You know the litter knitter, knitter of, of 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 cells of 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 connect of activity. So stay tuned. We'll be coming back and linking you in blessing um, on on this. yes, yeah,
1: I will be happy. And I think the best and more productive mentorship is when we have common interests, common projects, and we right. just can um, capitalize on that and put on board our new uh, as yeah. our students.
0: yeah, brilliant. I love it. I love it. Olga, I wanted to uh, go back to one of the things you said in the beginning. You talked about the Open Streets program. And I, I can just see that, uh, a big boulevard uh, that's been closed off for a Sunday and families are out there and they're exercising and not just sitting around eating sandwiches, but they're actually, they're, they're doing something. Um, how long has that program been around?
1: Well, uh, when we evaluated uh, the program, we found that there are register of programs that fit the definition since the 1960s. Uh, The biggest program, the largest one is uh, in Bogota, actually. It has uh, 40 years of history. And um, it's a program that runs every Sunday and it runs also holidays. And in Bogota, we have 15 holidays. So (laughs) we have 52 plus 15 holidays that um, are, 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 as you said, are days in which instead of being in sedentary uh, behaviors, such as watching TV or with your cell phone, you're moving. But also more than that, because which is the health impact, is that you promote um, the revitalization of the streets, not for cars, for people, which is wonderful, but also the social connection with the different uh, individuals. So when you have a like in Bogota, that we have 121 kilometers. It's more than 70 miles connecting the poor with the rich. You also have a program that it's uh, decreasing some of the inequality at least once per day, per, per week.
2: Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm.
1: So that's fantastic. And I uh, have a record of more than 500 programs all over the world in all the five continents.
0: Really? In Latin
1: America, the region which we, that has more, more of those programs.
0: Ah, that's you know you know what that means a map we a need map. a map yes. and that, i can
1: provide one from uh... a
0: <laughs> map you know me and maps I, I love, yeah. when i found out that urban health and geography were joined i says okay yes, I'm yes, in. Yes. Uh, and you i mean i love it's, maps
2: as you talked about it and i really was picturing the map it's amazing how our minds converge um i was wondering so I wonder how many of those cities we have urban health actors. Can we start a movement here? Here, are the Open Streets program, there, it already exists. And you have all these five, 500 programs around the world. But in each of these countries and communities, I'm sure we have a member that we can start. Mm. we can mm. start some sort of a connected movement. So how do we look at one of the indicators of urban health in that community? With an Open Streets program, what is that saying about um, our overlay? You know, it, one of the big things about um, about people like you, Olga, you're on the cutting edge of this global health innovation. And so, we want to um, see how we at ISUH can work with you to advance urban health innovation. And the the, the important thing is not reinventing the wheel; is taking what is and overlaying urban health, right?
1: exactly and as you know in isuh we also are like a network of networks yes so our network of ciclovias in the Americas could be part of uh, uh, iph our societies and i think that's a great idea
0: oh that's phenomenal
2: you know there's
0: actually a term for that in my world yes network weaving
2: You can Google that.
0: You can Google that and look it up. So it's um, how these networks weave within one another. And one of the things we're trying to do at ISUH, especially with our institutional membership, Mm -hmm. is to create a network of those institutions and by extension, the people in those institutions with one another. And we're already through this podcast starting to Connect the dots and I know our listener is probably thinking of connecting dots as well and thinking Oh, there's this institution or that institution that should listen to this show So if you if that's coming across your mind, please share the show with them.
2: Yes, absolutely and um, uh, To picking up on that um, what Mark just said although one of the purposes of these conversations is that it will be released on our new website. You know, we're actively building, you've heard this in our board meetings, and it's it's very, it's imminent. And this will be released on the website. So it can be shared and reshared uh, across membership, across continents, across networks, you know, um, across cyber links. So um, it's very exciting. And I am looking forward to getting, um, that map from you because somehow Mark and I are going to figure out how we We put that map up and use that as a conversation, as a a creation, this weaving of networks.
0: I think, Yonette, that your um, idea that we've talked about on the show before of an ISUH scorecard uh, fits in lovely with this because there's a cross correlation between the city that has an open streets program and where where do they score on the scorecard? Yes, score card, yes. Right? We and we know that um, that's just another proof point that that's yes. a a good yes. thing to do.
2: Um, and I've recently also been thinking of this notion of inclusive cities because we mm-hmm. do have a city element in in ISUH and around around the world that people are talking about cities, global healthy cities, global you know this the cities, and. Um, With the SDG goals, um, leaving no one behind, I was thinking ISUH is primed to engage in inclusive cities. How do we do that? Secondary cities, um, engaging secondary cities, um, engaging all these networks that are the underbelly that never get, um, that that need to be brought up to the fore. Um, And maybe one of the ways is through this connecting the dots via open streets. So a yeah. lot of food for thought.
1: <laughs> that will be great. I mean, that's part of the yeah. innovation that yes. our cities yes. have shown. And as, yes. as you said, it's not only in the big cities; middle yes. sized cities. And yes. yeah, yes. So yeah, well, I think that's a great idea, and that can also be done through our project of Salurbal. It's a yes,
2: of course. Yes. Tell us. Tell tell the listener about saluba Salurbal. Yeah.
1: So, Salurbal is a project that we have um, funded by the Wellcome Trust, whose Mm -hmm. lead principal investigator is Ana Diaz Ruat Drexel. And she's, as you know, a leader in Latin America. And she put together a project with 11 countries in Latin America. Mm -hmm. Uh, And as part of this project, our main aim is uh, to provide the evidence and the innovation that we see in Latin America and see Mm -hmm. how. How much we can learn from this region, mm-hmm. the good and the bad things, and also to learn more about the health outcomes, health behaviors and the inequalities that we have in Latin America has being one of the regions the, the region with the highest inequalities that we have in the world
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, and Salurbal will soon become one of our collaborative networks. so this is very very prime and timely um. I, I cannot, you know, it's on. we have had a great conversation around urban health innovation, around you being an urban health influencer, your engagement in ISUH, and how ISUH can take advantage of your role as an urban health influencer, a global urban health influencer, especially since ISUH's value proposition is, it, is that it is the only global organization focused on urban health. So we have, this is, I'm very excited about 2018 and 2019. Um, A lot of things we can engage and do and really um, engage membership because that's a very particular focus of mine, bringing membership along, fostering greater involvement and collaboration across our membership and, and, and increasing membership. I'd love to see us have a thousand members by the end of 2019 so and 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 that is a great goal
0: that we can achieve don't blink you might miss when we hit that 1000 yeah. mark exactly. exactly we're gonna do that the great thing about these kinds of conversations is there are no global barriers to them everybody everybody has a phone that has a podcasting app built into it and almost everybody on the planet now even disadvantaged and poor communities have a phone uh, yes. they can listen to, Uh, These shows, and one of the things I've uh, I've already started doing, Yonette, is keywording and tagging each one of the shows, so as people are looking for discussions about urban health, and especially as we think about this new class, this new the younger generation, uh, I call them digital natives. Yes. Uh, we're digital immigrants. They're digital <laughs> natives. And uh, they're used to listening and searching for information. And so they'll find this show and listen to it, especially if they're involved in education. One of the things we'll be doing in our awareness campaign is making sure that every program on the planet knows about ISUH and by extension knows about ISUH conversations. Excellent.
1: Fantastic.
0: Well, I want to thank you both for another fantastic conversation. Yannette, you keep bringing these superstars to the table here. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, Dr. Sarmiento, thank you so much for all the work that you're doing. And I look forward to um, hearing great things. I'm, I'm locked into this Open Streets. I'm a big, yes. big person for being outside. So we yes. spend a lot of time on that one program. And I know you do a lot more than that, but that's a big one
2: indeed and Olga I want to thank you as well Um, I think we've started a movement and I love being part of movements
1: thank you for the invitation it's an honor to be a new board member in the society and it's an honor to be here uh, for the podcast for the podcast
0: thank you very much thank you thank you for listening you can find more ISUH conversations on our website at isuh.org or subscribe on iTunes so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. Our website also features upcoming events and a members area where you can meet and collaborate with your peers.